Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. Hi, it's your host, Ben the Conservatarian, and I got my buddy on here, Stan. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Stan. Well, Ben, thank you for letting me on your show today. Yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, I'm Stan. Ben and I go back, I don't know, a couple years now. Yeah. Um... I really like the kind of stuff that interests you. The same things interest me. Yeah, uh, so we're definitely on the same page on a lot of stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, so it's fun coming on here and talking about some of that stuff with you today. All right, uh, bro, well, we can go ahead and talk about whatever you want to talk about, dude. Okay, uh, today I wanted to talk about ideological subversion. Okay. Um, and just, uh, I think... Your listeners probably know that we, we live in clown world right now. Oh, 100%. Uh, a lot of things that we see, like in the mainstream, just don't really add up to us. Um, don't seem very logical or yeah. <clears throat> don't seem to make sense. It's like they're using common core math or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so um, I'm in my 30s. Uh, most of my life, I was kind of conspiracy-minded. I just thought things like conspiracies were fun to look into. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really into the JFK conspiracy when I was in my teens. I spent a lot of time looking into that, trying to solve that. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, I've talked about that one a couple of times on the podcast. The fact that we never know. I mean, there could be as many as, like, 10 shooters. I've watched so much stuff. Like, there's this dude that um, I listened to that had a couple books about it and uh and he thinks that there was multiple shooters yeah i like like i said it's probably the one i spent the most time on and i don't have a theory like i don't know what happened yeah Um, Yeah, dude like i i i listened to him talk and uh he was talking about the fact that he thought that the israeli government was involved in it and there there there's video um with uh with these Jews that were dressed up in a uh, certain attire for more or less a killing of somebody special because their religion doesn't allow it for to happen unless it's on certain occasions. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Maybe, and maybe I'll send you over some of the information on the stuff that, uh, that I've read and listened to on it, but yeah, that I, is a pretty interesting topic because I definitely like after after uh, watching all the videos because you see the and I'm trying to think of the main one where where it literally shows a side view, but there's like so much video. It's just a lot of the video that has the evidence has no audio, and you can see after the shooting happens, there's this dude that is walking. The opposite direction is everybody else, and there's multiple ones. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Now, I know that we're going to talk about that too much tonight, but it is interesting, <clears throat> and if you feel the need, we could talk about that too. But Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not what I planned on talking about. That was just kind of given, trying to get yeah. some of my background. Uh-huh. Of- yeah. Um, yeah, just noticing things that don't make sense. Like when yeah. it comes to that, I don't believe the official story. hundred <laughs> percent. The more you look into official yeah. stories, the, they just don't add up. Uh-huh. They don't make sense. And then you kind of look into like, well, why, why would somebody lie? And who would, um, who has, who's in the position to get away with lies? Mm-hmm. And it kind of just leads you towards, um, 
you know, I I don't think that a lone nut could do would do something like oh, that. Oh, for sure. Um, and get away with it, or like Secret Service should have been like there shouldn't have been open windows. I mean, just there's a lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a <clears throat> yeah there's a ton of stuff. I don't. I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald was the one that actually ever shot him. I think he was a patsy, just like the like he said he was, and then he gets shot by Jack Ruby right after that. Yeah, shut him up. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's just too many things. Tra- about tra- it. Transferring him, and then he gets shot in the hallway. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Shut him right up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I was always kind of into thought that kind of stuff was interesting. Um. Back in 2018, I was listening to this guy, and he uh, he was talking about the moon landing and why uh, it might maybe it was 2019 when Steph Curry like came out and said that he didn't believe in the moon landing. Oh yeah, I remember hearing and about it. Everybody yeah. on television, all the talking heads, just like ripped his head off for it, right? Uh-huh. Like, how dare you yeah. say something like that? How could you be so silly? Yeah, and it was just like, dude, well, that's strange that they would be so upset about something like that. Like, why can't he have his opinion? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I start looking into it like, well, like, why is it such a big deal to these people? And then you kind of look into NASA and stuff and see. Oh, yeah. Just the, like, the lies that they tell. Yeah. Operation like Paperclip. That's that's how the NASA mm-hmm. came to be. Mm-hmm. When you had um, Warner Von Braun, you know, creating it. You know, you got a freaking Nazi that comes from Germany. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many weird things about it and like yeah. stuff that they don't talk about in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And so that was always, I was really into the news. I used to watch the news every day and mm-hmm. I'd flip through the different channels and watch uh-huh. them. Yeah. And it was just apparent to me that I was being lied to a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. People would say things that didn't make sense. And so I, like, it was just a scra- an itch. Uh-huh. I, for whatever reason, I know a lot of people don't care, but I, like, yeah, dude, I've definitely got into a lot of that, <clears throat> especially yes. like after COVID, like when COVID, like I really, really started waking up a couple of years before COVID came around because then I started looking into 9-11 and I'm like, that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that that was an inside job. I think JFK was an inside job because JFK wanted to get rid of the CIA and the FBI and, uh, he ended up basically being assassinated months later after talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, I don't know if you've read Killing Kennedy by Bill O'Reilly. I haven't. Is it worth reading? It's. I mean, I enjoy it, but it's just kind of funny that at the beginning of the book, he makes sure to say, like, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not into conspiracies. Like, I'm just going to lay out the facts yeah. and everything that happened. Um, but the whole book is then just like, Here's why the mob would want him out of the way. Here's why the uh, the Soviets would want him gone. Here's so he didn't CIA bring up the FBI or the CIA in it? Oh, no, he did. Oh, he, okay. he does. He, he goes right. into, here's why the CIA doesn't want him around. And, like... Maybe I'll have to maybe things. I'll have to read it. Because, I mean, I, I do know... I, I, I did know about the book. I just hadn't read it. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was worth reading or not. Yeah, it's all right. It's just interesting that yeah. it's like, I'm not into conspiracies, but then the whole book is, yeah. here's why all these people other than Oswald would want to be rid of yeah. JFK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just started looking into things deeper, and I found out about this guy, and the Americans called him Thomas Schumann, 
but it turns out his real name was Yuri Bezmenov, and he was in the KGB in like the 70s and 80s. Uh-huh. And he ended up uh, becoming disillusioned with the Soviets and their uh, worldview and defected and moved to Canada. And then he met up with some people in America and did these videos talking about um, uh, these tactics that they use that the Soviets and I mean other like lots of people do it. And you can uh-huh. we'll start talking all damn about governments. It. Do yeah, it. yeah, we'll start talking about it and hopefully like our listeners will be able to recognize things when they watch TV or yeah, uh, for sure in the culture for sure. Dude, it's everywhere. <laughs> Propaganda's all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw the censorship that went on in 2020 and even before then. They they only want people to uh, to see and hear what they want them to see and hear. Mm-hmm. They don't want them to have their own opinion. They right. want to mold that opinion for them. Mm-hmm. They just push propaganda <laughs> on everybody. Yeah, and they I think essentially they want people to be victims. Yeah. Um, because a victim yeah. needs help, and a victim yeah. will turn to a powerful authority figure for that help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's not a good thing to be a victim. No, for <laughs> sure. I think that, the, you know, in our media, we push they push that really hard. Everybody's yeah. a victim. Everybody yeah. needs, needs protection. Transgenderism, gay, gay pride, uh, black lives, all of it. All of it, yeah. All of it. They just want to divide and conquer. That's all they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Um... I like to call it social Marxism because I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's. I like. I call it social engineering. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. yeah. they're um, manipulating people to get people to think a certain way, mm-hmm. um, so that they can push their narrative and everybody will believe what they said. Right. Yeah. Right, and that's why the censorship's so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you you don't have that other viewpoint. Yeah. Um, you can just control the narrative and mm-hmm. everything means what they say it means. And so people have to listen to them. Mm-hmm. If they don't have those other viewpoints to listen yeah. to, everybody doesn't know anything else, right? Yeah. And I think that's the tougher part is like technology is so advanced now that a lot of people over a certain age, they they just get their news, whether it be Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, it doesn't matter. Like, they get their news from that news source, but it's full of propaganda, including Fox News. I have a, I have a tough time with, the, uh, with what Fox News pushes because they have their narratives just like every other news network does. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, definitely. All right, so yeah, so... This Yuri character, and uh-huh. I don't even know if he's like a real person. Like, <laughs> I think I think that, that he, I, yeah, but I I think that he is, and I've watched all the videos where he talks about subversion and what the uh, Russian government was pushing back when you had USSR before yeah. it became Russia, and you had all the uh, satellite uh, states become yeah. com- their own countries. Yeah, and, like, he admits he was in the KGB. And so, like, can you trust a KGB guy? Like, I don't know. But I think the things that he says ring true to me. Mm -hmm. And I can see the stuff that he talks about, like, going on in the world today. Mm -hmm. And so whether he's an agent of disinformation or not, um, like, whatever his his motivation is in uh-huh. talking about these things. I don't know. I don't know his heart, but I think the things he's talking yeah. about are real things that really happen. Yeah. Um, 
And I, I, I just think they're really interesting. I think they're, yeah, for sure. Listeners would think it too. Yeah. Um, he starts out in one of his videos talking about Sun Tzu. Yeah. Uh, the guy that wrote the Art of War. I think mm-hmm. that was I don't know twenty five hundred years ago or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a long time in ago. China. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Sun Tzu, very smart guy. Uh, I think he was a general or something like that. Uh, but he talks about subversion in his book, The Art of War. Um, and he talks about how, like, war, like, actual real warfare, sending troops into another country to kill people, kill the other troops and civilians and whatnot, uh, it's really inefficient. It's, you're, you're spending, you're, you're costing lives of your own people. Uh-huh. Uh, and all the money and the all money the weaponry and all the stuff that goes along with the it. The logistics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a whole thing, right? It's a yeah. whole, it's a big show. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to come together to do that. And he talks about how the highest art of warfare is not to fight at all, um, but subverting anything of value in the country of your enemy until such time that your enemy perceive your enemy's perception of reality is screwed up to such an extent that he doesn't uh, perceive you as an enemy and will view your ambitions as desirable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another way of saying that is. If you can uh, convince convince your enemy that you're not enemies, um, and if you can, like you said, subvert the, your enemy's way of life, mm-hmm. uh, you can take another country without firing a single shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like people, if you are successful in your subversion, um, your country will, de- your enemy will destroy itself, and mm-hmm. you don't even have to yeah. invade. Yeah. Um, I think that's real. Yeah, for sure, because... <laughs> The Russians have said, we won't destroy uh, America from the outside, we'll destroy them within. Right. Um, And I think there's even a quote by Abe Lincoln, maybe, where he says that something to the effect of, like, nobody could invade us and beat us. Um, If we do fall, it will happen from within. It comes. Mm -hmm. And you see this throughout history all over, like Rome. Mm -hmm. Nobody could have, if Rome had stayed strong, like the... Those Visigoths or whatever, whoever took yeah, them the over. Visigoths that came in and took them over. Yeah, like they couldn't have done it except for the fact that Rome was so corrupt mm-hmm. that they like weren't protecting themselves. They had gotten so far away from what they yeah. originally believed. Um, yeah, they were crooked, corrupt. Uh, they had their armies scattered all over the place, mm-hmm. and then you know, with the politicians not caring and all the debauchery that was going on, that's why. They ended up having, um, like, the Roman Colosseum, where they are killing people and animals and all sorts of shit, and, like, doing all that sort of stuff because they're distracting people. Yeah, bread and circuses, right? Uh-huh. You give, yeah. you give the people food, you give them entertainment, mm-hmm. and, they, and they won't revolt. Yeah. Uh, like, and I look at... Dude, I look at so much sports like that anymore. Like, I'll be honest with you, that's how I feel football like yeah. football is you yeah. know what i mean because it's high contact sport people can watch it i quit watching that garbage when they started pushing uh blm antifa defund the police all that sort of stuff i literally just cut basically all sports out i'll watch like ufc occasionally i'll watch some golf or something like that where you don't have all this propaganda pushed on you but yeah but yeah for the most part dude i just completely separated myself from it yeah, that's so. awesome and you're better than me because i i do love football i love yeah. the sport i love the strategy of it i love watching a play come together 
yeah. uh, be successful, you know, everybody execute correctly and, uh, you know, score a touchdown or whatever. I yeah. think that's really fun to watch. But I've also, like when I was a kid, I loved football, especially uh, college football. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to watch. Um, yeah, even now, it's, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. I look at it as the bread and circuses. Like, this is yeah. something that even though... They try to distract us all the time between, yeah. like, TikTok and Twitter <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram and basically everything, everything that's pushed, yeah. including, you could say, Disney Plus. Like, we've, Absolutely. I know that we've talked about that where, you know, they're, they're best basically pushing pedophilia, and they've been doing that for a long time. But, yeah, I mean, you aren't going to get people to get away from that so much unless they uh, wake up and they actually see the uh, propaganda that's going on mm-hmm. and the yeah. fact that they brainwash people and stuff. Yeah, I think everything basically in modernity is a distraction. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, it doesn't even have to be something as as uh, corrosive as, you know, like LGBT and trans kids and, yeah. like, abortion. Like, whatever... Like, it, it could just be something to distract you. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, sports, there's a lot of good things about sports. Like, yeah. they teach a lot of good principles to young yeah. people. Teamwork, um, camaraderie, right. all that sort of stuff. You but know? if you, you know, and this was me for a long time. Like, if, if it's such a big part of your life uh-huh. that you can remember, like, I can remember, you know, who won the national championship in a year before I was even born. Because I've spent uh-huh. so much time... Yeah. Yeah. Just on football, because I just think it's so interesting. That's time I didn't spend on, like, more, like, really important things or productive things, uh, you know, that could make my life better or whatever. And, you know, that's most people are just doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yuri, in his presentations, he talks a lot about that kind of stuff. Um, he says how uh, ideological subversion happens in four stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that means is uh, um, is basically what we were just saying, keeping people distracted mm-hmm. um, instead of, and they use different things like religion, education, social mm-hmm. life, yeah. go- government. If they can yeah. get, if they can corrupt those things, the people will become corrupt, uh-huh. or it's just that much easier. And it can, and it can take generations. Like it's a generational right. process. It's he, like you can't just come in. And, like 20 years ago, they couldn't just come in and say, uh, it's okay for kids to identify as a different uh, gender right. and all that sort of stuff. That, that Everyone they're currently thought pushing. that was yeah. crazy 20 yeah. years ago. Dude, 20 years ago, people didn't even want gay people to get married. Yeah. And now, and I, I honestly, I really don't care what people do in their personal lives, but I do have a problem when they're always pushing that shit on people. Yeah. And then when you have uh, the cross-dressers, uh, like, like you had a story time, mm-hmm. and, uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Like where the drag queen story Yeah, drag, hour. for some reason, I, I couldn't think of it, but yeah, drag queen story hour, and the fact that, like, all these schools and uh, clubs and bars and stuff are pushing all that. Where, where you literally have drag queens out there uh, collecting dollar bills from kids and 
they're just like twerking and shit and like people can say whatever they want but it's like how can you be okay with that when i'm not even okay with a minor being in a strip club what the hell's the difference right. i don't i don't see a difference there yeah you know and like why are they so insistent on the kids being a part of it because they because want to, they want to brainwash them they want to get them to accept things that aren't natural right to what most adults think right uh, now you got some crazy parents that are fine with the drag queen story hour stuff but but uh most most people are like yeah my kids aren't going to be around that yeah and it's crazy the parents that that allow that kind of stuff yeah i i don't understand it i feel like they those parents are probably just um, sufficiently demoralized mm. to the point where, and that's one thing Yuri talks about with the demoralization is that when someone is sufficiently demoralized, they can no longer distinguish between right and wrong, good and evil. Mm -hmm. it, everything's relative, right? Yeah. They can't see why um, some bad things are, like why they can't just be accepted and be called good. Mm -hmm. um, but the other side of that is a lot of these people that are saying the what you know things that are traditionally bad that shouldn't be thought of as bad and we just need to accept them mm -hmm. a lot of those same people at the same time are saying but a lot of these things because there's no right and wrong right it's mm -hmm. just all relative yeah but at the same time they will say that things that are would be considered traditionally good like those things are now bad uh, and now we have yeah, to get dude, rid of a, them i i can define it the, or at least the best way that i've been able to define it is an upside down pyramid like everything that is bad is now good and everything that is good is now bad. Right. Right. And that, like, that was one thing that didn't sit right with me is because if we're to take uh, some of these people's, if I call them subverters, yeah. we take some of these subverters at their word. Well, it's like they're trying to uh, normalize pedophilia and all that stuff. And then, like I said, they've, they've been doing it subliminally in Disney. And the crazy thing is, is most of the movies that you watch Disney that pushed that, what it is, is they wait till the fifth, like the 15 minute mark, and then the propaganda comes in. Yeah. Because what happens is mom or dad puts their kids in front of the television, they start watching the movie, and then the, then the parents go off and do laundry or clean the house or whatever, and then the kids are occupied, and what ends up happening is that's when the propaganda starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it starts subliminally, it starts small. I mean, mm -hmm. like when we were kids, I remember, you know, we, me and my friends, like we talk about how, like all the sex stuff that was in the Disney cartoons back mm -hmm. in the 90s. Yeah. There'd be subliminal stuff, like, you know, yeah. you'd watch The Little Mermaid. and Yeah, bro, where they literally had <laughs> penises on the trident. Yeah, and she's like and getting then you married. Got, yeah, and then and you got the, the priest. Is, yeah. is getting an erection uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> you know in the lion king when he lays down in all and that dust sex yeah, yeah bro i remember all of that stuff yeah that's and now, but it was like i remember when it came out about the lion king it was like within like a year or two and they're like look at this and they're pushing this and they're like oh it was an accident and whatever we fired the person Right. You know what I mean, type of stuff. But they've been pushing that propaganda the entire time. Yep, and it's always it always follows a pattern. They they'll mm -hmm. always these subverters. They'll say, you know, it's that's not happening. You're being paranoid. Mm -hmm. um, and then time goes by, yeah. and then it becomes undeniable. And mm -hmm. then they'll they'll shift from that's not happening to okay, it's happening, but it's it's okay. It's a good thing that it's happening. Yeah. And uh -huh. then you know it becomes like this. 
Like this has this to should be, be acceptable. Thing. Everybody needs to accept it. Yeah, and I think that the the reason that they do that is because they know that it's subversion. Like they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and you know they use a lot of people. You know, a lot of parents don't know, but they'll go along with it because they don't know. They don't. They aren't yeah. thinking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. They just remember, well, you know, Disney's for kids. I grew up yeah, watching for Disney, sure. so I'll show But it's Disney like, I could, I could bring up so many different pictures of, like, Mickey and Minnie holding each other, and yep. they're straight-up penis, bro. Like, yep. like, to me, it's so disgusting that, honestly, if I had kids, I don't know that I'd let them watch any Disney, because nobody's going to catch everything that they're putting in there, and... It's, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's tough because you think of, like, Disney as, like, this innocent thing, and, you know, like, it's all good, but it's really not because even if you aren't seeing things directly, it's like children, they're going to get it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. It's like not everything is conscious. There's a lot of stuff that's subconsciously done. Yeah, for sure. So. And, like, corruption, like follows power mm. so you know disney walt disney a lot of people love walt disney and i i don't know everything about walt disney yeah but like the reason it got so popular is be like it was good stuff like mm-hmm. people enjoyed it um but once disney becomes this juggernaut mm-hmm. then that's where corruption wants to go that's where corrupt people they're going to want to go towards the power structures and take over the power structures mm-hmm. and and be the powerful people. Yeah. Um, for centuries, it was the Christian Church, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, they wanted know, they wanted to control every the way everybody lived their lives. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like the principles behind it, like there isn't there isn't a lot of uh, moral structure and stuff like that, which is which is definitely good, but. Yeah, they suppressed a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, a lot yeah, of like, uh, a lot of knowledge, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Reading, you know what I mean? They suppressed a lot of it, for sure. Yeah, and you know, when church leaders for those centuries were the most powerful people around, mm-hmm. it would it makes sense that a corrupt person would yeah, want their to president, a or king, and whatever would come to them for advice, and and the the leader would more or less tell the president what to do. Right, right. Um, but nowadays, you know, religion's kind of taken a back seat. It's it's almost like a dirty word to a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. People don't want yeah. to hear about religion. Yeah. Um, but so where's the power these days? It's in science, mm-hmm. right? Every, yeah. Like, what the whole COVID thing was yeah. trust the science, right? Mm-hmm. It was so dogmatic, just like religion. Uh-huh. It, it was don't question this. Don't read things yourself. Yeah. Um, just let these experts tell you what to do. Even if this doesn't make any sense, just yeah. do it, and that's how you prove you're a good person, right? Yeah. You wear that mask and you do the you do the uh-huh. six feet to yeah. prove that you're a good person that cares about people. Uh huh. When they really don't care about old people to begin with. Oh yeah. If they, anything, they want them killed off because that's less people eating. Right. They, and they killed thousands of old people in old folks' homes, right? Especially yeah. in New York. Yeah, dude. Cuomo so, was right up there at the top. Gretchen Whitmer. Yep. Gavin Newsom, all of them pushed it. These subverters will claim that anybody that doesn't listen to them hates their grandma and wants to kill their grandma. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're literally putting sick people into rooms with grandma and killing grandma. Uh-huh. It's like yeah, the they people that are doing they it really are blaming don't, other They people. don't really care, and they and they lie and say that they care. Yeah, That's why the socially distancing, the mask wearing, 
And then once the damn death jab came out, then they started pushing that, and then they're expecting everybody to take that, and then they're going to try and take it to the next step with the uh, vaccine IDs and all that stuff, yep. you know? Yeah, and like what we were talking about earlier, it fits in with COVID. It was, you know, I can still remember in the spring of 2020, mm -hmm. um, so-called conspiracy theorists saying that, like, this is a scheme to implement uh, vaccine passports. Uh-huh. And everyone on television and a lot of was people... Like, no, that's like, not, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. 100% it was going to happen. And because then, by fall of 2020, they were pushing that yep. sort of stuff right after the vaccines came out. Yep, and time went by, and then it was shifted from, that's not going to happen, to, well, it needs to happen. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, yeah, it's the World Economic Forum talked about it. They, yep. they literally were saying that this is a great opportunity so that we can get underneath the skin. Yep. Because I don't know what's in the shots. I ain't going to take any of their bullshit. You know, I'm, I'm not going to participate in any of that stuff. And now we're seeing all the adverse side effects from it. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll admit, like, I don't know what that was all about. I don't know what, like, the grand plan was. Yeah. Um, as far as I can tell, like, I think definitely it was um, conditioning people to turn your brain off. Mm -hmm. Don't think about this. Just do what you're told. Mm -hmm. And I think that that will pay off dividends for them in the future. Oh, yeah. The next time they tell people to do something that yeah. doesn't make sense, people are already conditioned just to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> Look at what they did with kids for a really long time. Even even though, like, places started getting rid of, like, the mask wearing and all that stuff, they were still requiring kids to wear it at school. Mm -hmm. And it's because they, they want to uh, condition those kids. Yep. Because a lot of adults are like... That finally, you know, enough people wake up to it and they're like, yeah, we aren't participating in it. So it's like, yeah, we'll just go after the kids now. Yeah, and there's pictures and videos of, you know, like Kamala Harris and other public officials going to schools with no mask on. Yeah, but all the other kids are masked, dude. There's pictures with the kids with their masks on. And uh -huh. It makes absolutely no sense. I think that a big part of the demoralization is just breaking people's brains uh -huh. and getting people so confused that they don't, they don't know yeah. what's up what's up and down and what's right and wrong. Yeah, it's like you can go off of what Dr. Fauci said when when he was asked, and I think this was like in 2017, that he's like, so if you've had the flu, there's no point in going in and getting a flu shot because you've already had the flu. Which everybody then, knew that, until yeah. 2020. Yeah, and then <laughs> he was asked, well, what do masks do? Because we see people in China wearing masks all the time, and he says masks don't do anything. Yeah. But then what do you do? As soon as COVID came to the U.S., you're talking about no masks, then wear a mask, then no mask, then two masks. Then it's like, then you got people that are just crazy, literally believe in every single thing that they say, including uh, COVID can live on surfaces for like three days, and then pretty soon it was a week, and then it took like yeah. a year before they're like, yeah, I can't really live on the surface any longer than anything else can. Yeah, the same people would say the science is settled, so uh -huh. do what we tell you. Uh -huh. And then the next day it's, oh, but the science changes. Uh -huh. And so that's why we get to be contradictory. Uh -huh. But For you sure. don't, right? Yes. <laughs> you just yeah. have to listen to us. When we contradict ourselves, just, just follow along. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of disheartening watching like, Americans fall for that. Yeah, America, like this country was built 
like for the purpose so that they can't tell you to do that kind of stuff and like mm -hmm. you don't have to listen you can say no yeah. because you have freedom yeah. you have discernment you have uh you like you are your own king every uh -huh. man a king that's what america's supposed to be yeah you, you, you make, make your own decisions, your own decisions especially when it comes to health nobody should be able to force anything on you yeah. that's what the nuremberg code was for yeah yeah they you break know? their own that's laws. what the damn hipaa laws were to to basically be a doctor patient yeah but it's then they, so hypocritical but, yeah but then pretty soon they're just like well we want to see proof well, that breaks HIPAA law, so it's none of your damn business if I took the jab or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we were, on the topic of demoralization, we were talking earlier how this takes a while. Mm -hmm. um, and Yuri even says in his presentations, it takes like 15 to 20 years mm -hmm. uh, for the demoralization process to take effect. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because that's about how long it takes uh, to educate one generation of children. Yeah. If you can get those, if you can get certain ideas into kids' brains in those mm -hmm. first 15 to 20 years of their yeah. lives, that's, the rest of their life, they're going to be like that, for the most part. Yeah. Not everybody. Um, and I think that, I think that a lot of people are waking up to what's going on, and um, I think that people wake up at a different time frame. Not everybody wakes up at the same amount of time. Right. It's like I said, like, I started being conspiratorial. A little bit like in my mid-20s and stuff I'm, I remember the first time that I ever heard that 9-11 was an inside job you know and I was like there's no way our government would do that to our people same and then it, and then pretty soon you do you you look into it and it's like all the towers came down like they've been blown up in Las Vegas like they're building a new casino yeah like just Boom, straight down. It's like, that is not, that's not how a building falls right. normally. If that shit's on fire, like they said it is, and it wasn't a controlled demolition, then there's no way it would have fell like that. It would have fell onto other buildings. Right. Well, and it's really interesting that in all of history, only three steel-framed buildings have ever collapsed due to their structural integrity being, mm -hmm. um, uh, due to like fire. Uh, hurting its structural integrity mm -hmm. and all three of those buildings were on the same block on the same day mm -hmm. uh, like that doesn't make sense to, that doesn't yeah. come to me um, and also another big one for me as if we're talking about 9-11 was uh, Tower 7 yeah dude that, I was gonna bring that up there's the audio clip of Larry Silverstein the guy who owned the World Trade Center complex mm -hmm. um, him saying in his own words uh, talking about that day and saying how well, the building looked like it was in really bad shape, and so we just decided to pull it, meaning let's just demolish it. Uh, but it was it went down on September 11th. Mm -hmm. So in order to believe that, you have to believe that in all of that chaos with the Twin Towers coming down, that a demo team went into a building that was on fire uh -huh. and set up the demo just in a day, in a uh -huh. couple of hours, and then they demolished it. Yeah. But you have to believe that in order to believe the official story. Yeah. Which I sure. don't. <laughs> I don't for sure. For yep. sure, dude. But it's like, you know, when the towers fell, you know, I, I was younger. I would have been, that's 2001, so I would have been uh, 16. Yeah, I you was know? 11. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in sixth and, grade. And so it's like, you know, you believe the narrative because you're young, you know, and then they just, and the other thing that I have a problem with too is like anytime that there's like a shooting or, or any catastrophe,
catastrophe. They just put that all that audio on a loop all the time. And I think that it's done on purpose so that everybody keeps seeing the same thing, seeing the same thing, seeing the same thing to where everybody starts believing the narrative that they're pushing. Yep. And that was, was it Goebbels? Yeah. said that like, if you want someone to believe something, like you just say it really loud and repeat it over and over. Yeah. And people will just start to believe it. It doesn't uh -huh. have to be true at all. Uh -huh. It doesn't have to make sense. Exactly. You, you, just say, you say the same thing enough times and people will start believing yeah. it. Rep repetition is the most effective form of mind control. Yeah. And you can use that for good and you can use that for bad. Mm -hmm. uh, there are people in this world that understand that principle mm -hmm. and I, they use it against other people. Oh, yeah. So I like those are like the subverters that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like during the demoralization process, they go after like things like religion and education and your social life. They go after government. Uh, uh -huh. if, if they can destroy your faith in those institutions, uh, that just goes a long way in helping to demoralize a person. Mm -hmm. And like we've said, like not knowing uh, what's best for you, not knowing mm -hmm. uh, what to do. You, and if you get to that point where you're like sufficiently demoralized, confused, afraid, yeah. which they push that 24-7 confusion mm -hmm. and fear, right? Uh, yeah. um, you are much more likely just to throw your hands up and say, I don't know, just you guys just solve this problem, please. Yeah. Yeah. Just whatever yeah, you Yeah, for example, do. it's just like people going to the doctor because they got a problem. And instead of looking at it from the outside, they want the doctor to fix it. They want the doctor to prescribe them something. Right. People don't. Lots of people. It's like they want a pill for every damn thing that they could possibly think of. Yeah. And then it's like when you get somebody that's in their seventies, pretty soon they got twenty or thirty different medications. Mm -hmm. And if it, they just cut all that garbage out, then they honestly probably wouldn't even need any medication. Yeah. But it's like they're having to take medications for this other medication because of the side effects from it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole, um, the whole medical industrial complex. Yeah. Is, and there's a lot of these complexes. It's all crook right? and corrupt because they've taught the people what to think, not how to think. Exactly. So they're all brainwashed. And they, and they, you know, they've invented food, most of the food that we eat here in America didn't exist, you know, a century ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's stuff that's been invented. It's been created in a lab. And yeah. then and it's just funny that, you know, you know, maybe some people think this is crazy, but like you can look at old pictures. There's not a ton of obese people walking yeah, around. Dude, like, back in the fifties and sixties, there's like almost no people that were overweight. Right. But like, all of a sudden there's so many people overweight. And a lot of it has to do with like High fructose corn syrup and the fact that your body does not even recognize exactly. it. Exactly. We're told that we're the healthiest, most fit generation in history. But when you look around, like there's almost there's half the more people are overweight, people. dude. There's more sick people than ever. Yeah. There's more people needing the, the doctor in the hospital, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, they feed us poison mm -hmm. and then we go to the doctor to get better and they feed us pills mm -hmm. and surgeries. Uh, you, you probably just heard a few weeks ago that the new, was it the FDA saying that like with obese children, that new, the number one thing you're supposed to do, the first thing you do for these obese kids is get them on medications and give them surgeries. Other than, you know, like... That's so ridiculous. And tell them, instead of telling them to get outside and get some fresh air and exercise, yeah. put them in some type of sport. Uh-huh. 
get them to do something besides sit on their ass and play video games. Yeah, we've gotten so far away from like getting to the source of problems to where let's just uh, let's just address the symptoms uh-huh. and not the actual problem. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's the whole the whole world right now. That's what it is. It's yeah. Let's address the symptoms and. Mm-hmm. They don't want us talking about, like, why are the, there so many symptoms now? Like, where are these coming from? Yeah. Which I think that's, that's great that we have the ability to make our own podcast now so that we can talk about this stuff. A hundred percent. other people can hear about it. Yeah, because I know that there's plenty of people out that think the exact same way that we think, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, because it's... There are so many people that are on the same page. Dude, I ran into this guy... That, I don't know, he's probably close to 70 years old. He thinks that 9-11 was an inside job. He thinks that COVID was a, a mask for, like, world domination and all that sort of stuff. Doesn't believe any of the garbage that the news is telling him. But it's like, for that one person, how many of those people are that same age group that then believe everything that is said on the news? And like I like I brought up before is I think the tough part is is we're so technologically advanced we can find the stuff if we look hard enough it's just like people people could have found found the information about getting the death jab they could have found out about the side effects I knew about it right as soon as it came out I was like there's so many people that are dying from it and they're lying about it and they're still they're, they're still hiding it and, and, yeah, they're admitting to, you know, myocarditis, Bell's palsy, blood clots, and strokes, and all that sort of stuff. But the thing is, is that stuff I've known about for, basically, since the vaccine had been out. But yeah. they lied about it. That info was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to address yeah. that kind of stuff in the public square, right? Like, yeah. in the mainstream. People weren't allowed to talk about that kind of stuff. It'd be... Uh, you know, they'd be shunned or they'd be shamed. Uh-huh. I think if your best tactics, if, you, if you're pushing an idea and you have to use shame and fear and confusion, like, you know yeah. you're wrong. You, like, Look at what they're doing to encourage people to get vaccinated. Yeah, they're telling them they get fr- They tell them that they get a free hamburger and fries. Plus then there's... For their the one, Yeah, Krispy Kreme offered free donuts. Corn, like, corn syrup and carcinogens for your health. Yeah, here, we're going to coerce you guys into getting uh, a vaccine. We'll give you some food. We'll give you a hundred bucks. Like all the different stuff that they're trying to push. I know somebody who is pregnant that they're trying to give, uh, like when they're, she had a baby and then uh, they're trying to give the baby multiple shots, including like some COVID one. And they're like, we'll pay you 500 bucks if you do it. Yeah. At least, at least the, her, uh, stepdad, I had told him like, and he was against the vaccine to begin with, but I said, dude, you better watch that baby like a hawk and you better let her know because they're going to be pushing this BS on her. Like they're, they're going to experiment because that's what they want to do. Why, why do so many kids get, uh, vaccines? I think it's some something like 30-plus vaccines before they're two years old. Yeah, it's wild. When your immune system as a child isn't fully developed till you're four. Yeah. But you think that a child can handle that many vaccines at that time? I think it's total garbage. Oh, yeah. COVID, like, 
I, like I used to think that anti-vaxxers were kind of nuts. Yeah, and I was the same way. I was like, why would somebody not want to get vaccinated? Yeah, and then it wasn't until I started looking into it, I listened to pedi- pediatricians talk about it. I listened to other doctors talk about it. And it was like, oh, I know why. Because they want to make people sick. Look at all the autoimmune diseases. Get, Look get at a customer for life, right? Dude, if you get, if you get these... Uh, diseases, the things that happen to you, you have to get medications for them, right? Mm-hmm. A lot like a lot of things like diabetes and stuff, like you have to keep doing that for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's money you have to spend. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, it's a lifelong customer. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really interesting that they, you know, push, it's the science. Don't you believe in science? Uh-huh. Uh, but isn't it, isn't it also... I am the science! That's <laughs> what Dr. Fauci says, yeah. bro. I like, am the science! Is it not part of science to have a control group and have people that don't get the vaccine so that you can compare mm-hmm. and see what happens. But they were so hell-bent on not having a control group. They wanted everyone to have this. Uh-huh. So they're literally not doing science correctly while telling us yeah. this is the science. And if you don't listen to us, then you hate grandma. Yeah. It's just oh, it was, it was so disgusting, the way that they push that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, too, like for a long time, you know, different doctors, nurses, and stuff that would talk about it. It's anecdotal evidence. So, you know, it's like you take it with a grain of salt, but you see enough of that same stuff going on, and you know you know that there's this aversion going on. Yeah. And, like, I can't deny So I am very good friends with a person who is in charge of respiratory therapy at mm-hmm. a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't deny her experience. There was a lot of people, like, there were times where their ICU was just Mm jam-packed. Like, flu season was bad. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people were getting sick. Um, But, like, I would have long conversations with her, and she encouraged me to take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I never did. Mm -hmm. I, like, went against her wishes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was like, the thing is, like, okay, yeah, like, something's going on for sure. Mm -hmm. But can you explain to me why you're taking these measures, like the mask, that that doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Or like the social yeah, dude, when you literally work. yeah, when you literally got uh, the virus that they say is like a little bit over twenty microns, and you got a mask that's eighty microns, and then they would say, well, it'll attach itself to uh, water particles, so water particles are sixty, so even at that point, it still goes through the mask. Yeah. Because it's 80 microns. And it, and it you know what I mean? It makes no sense. Dude. They, it's just a clown show. Nobody ever asks, like, if you walk into some place with your face covered, no mm-hmm. one ever, like, stops you to say, hey, is that an efficient face cover? No. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the compliance. They uh-huh. didn't care what it was or whether it worked or not. They just want you holding something over your yeah. face. It's not about health. It's about compliance. Mm-hmm. It's about being. It's about training people just to do what they're told, yeah. even if it makes no sense. It's a way and, of controlling the population, dude. Yep. Just it's it's all about control. Mm-hmm. People, these subverters, they get into powerful positions, and they they just want power. Mm-hmm. They want, and it's you know it really breaks breaks down to at down at the very bottom at the nitty gritty, is are you a selfless person? Mm-hmm. who believes in a higher power, whatever that is. And I'm not trying to be here and push religion on people, mm-hmm. but if you don't believe in a higher power, uh, something greater than yourself that's perfect, like a standard to aspire to, mm-hmm. um, 
then the alternative is that well, the higher power is just other men, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's are you selfless and yeah. you believe in a higher power, or are you selfish and you think you're the higher power mm-hmm. and you think you get to tell other people what to do? Mm-hmm. And like this country was founded to refute that the selfish mm-hmm. I'm God mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, like like no, like you get, you get to pick what your God is. And mm-hmm. other people don't get to come to you and say, no, I'm your God. I know what's best for you. Just submit to me, and I will take care of you. I'll do everything for yeah. you. I'll make all your decisions yeah, for, for sure. you. Yeah, and so, like, I, I reject the idea that these selfish men, human beings, mm-hmm. get to play God and tell everybody else what they have to do in order to be a good person. Yeah, it, exactly. I, I completely reject that. Yeah, 100%, dude. And uh, for me... I basically look at all this stuff anymore. I try to look at almost every single thing from a spiritual aspect. And I look at it this way, that there are, whether you want to call them like fallen angels, uh, demonic, uh, interdimensional beings. Like to me, it it doesn't really matter because I I think that more or less all those different uh, entities exist. But my thing is, is if you look at it from that aspect, then you then you actually start to realize what is going on. And um, yeah, you got politicians that are corrupt that are pushing all this stuff. But who are the puppet masters above them? And who are the puppet masters above those puppet masters? So I try to look at it from that aspect because I feel like with all the corruption that goes on in our federal government. Uh, the NIH, the CDC, all that stuff. Like, if you if you really think about it, for me, it makes a lot of sense that you know it's it's otherworldly uh, entities that are in here trying to control people. They want to dumb us down. They want to lower our frequency. Human beings yeah. run at a higher frequency. But if you watch too much television, you're behind a computer too much, uh, stuff like that, then it starts to lower your frequency. And right. I think that it's easier for these entities to then come into your life. Yeah, I agree so, with you 100%. Yeah. And we've talked about that stuff before. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Human attention is the most valuable commodity on the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that... Is is proof. that and time? I would say that and time. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because like time, if you think about it, COVID's been around for almost three years. Well, how are you You're spending talking. your time? Yeah. So yeah, bro. Well, they want everybody to spend. Yeah, they're wanting everybody to spend all your time inside. They're telling you not to go outside, even though we know vitamin D from the sun's the best, the best way to cure yourself. Yeah, like they would. They, they don't would, want to push any of that. They don't want to push ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin, none of those. None of those things that fight viruses. Yeah. They want to close all the gyms down. Yeah. It's like, so all these people are... But the liquor stores can stay oh open. Oh, my God. <laughs> no gym, no church, but yeah. go to the liquor store. Yeah. That's okay. Uh-huh. We won't get it there. And go riot and go protest. Yeah. In, in a yeah, because COVID knows when to show up and when to not show up. Yeah. If you're out there protesting with BLM or Antifa... 
then that's okay because the COVID virus isn't going to come around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes absolutely uh, zero sense. Uh, the only way that you can fall for it, dude. the only way that you can fall for it is if you're demoralized. Uh-huh. And so if anyone that's listening, like, we're, you know, you and I are not better than anybody. No. Um, but like, and everybody has a conscience. They have their own opinion. They have their right. own ideas. And, and it's more like, or less like everybody has their own ideas, but and things may deviate. But I mean, I feel like the more you look into this kind of stuff, the more you realize that you've been lied to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess like my message would be just like follow your conscience. Uh-huh. Um, if something doesn't seem right to you. Probably uh, wrong. Well, well, it doesn't matter. It. it doesn't matter if all the news is telling you one thing. Yeah. But if you're if you're inside your body, if your soul is telling you something else, mm-hmm. then you should probably listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Follow your conscience. If something doesn't make sense to you, look into it and mm-hmm. and see whether it makes sense or not. Maybe yeah. it, maybe it will. Maybe yeah. it, maybe you just need to like think about it some more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like don't if somebody is exclusively trying to bribe you, shame you yeah. into doing something. Like, think about that. Think about why they're doing that and whether that's a good uh-huh. thing for you or not. Whether it's good for you or your family to go along with certain things. Yeah, it's like I know somebody that I talked to a couple of weeks ago. She was saying that uh, her daughter went and got vaccinated because her work paid her 100 bucks to go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coercion, bro. And if you're like a 17 or 18-year-old or whatever, you're young and, you, and you're naive and you think that whether you really believed in the vaccine or not, you don't think that like there isn't some ill intentions behind it, whether it's to harm us, kill us, make us weak, whatever. You know, they just, yeah. they push it, and then somebody's like, well, that's a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? It's like, how how far is a hundred bucks going to get you if you if you end up going to the hospital for it? Yeah. And then you got to be put on medication and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it, like, everybody has a God. Everybody mm-hmm. has a superordinate principle, like, the yeah. number one thing that they care about. And I would just encourage people to think about what their God is. And, you know, it could be, you know, a Christian will tell you that it's Jesus Christ, that you know, a Buddhist will say it's yeah. Buddha. Uh, someone that isn't religious might say, well, it's money or it's power or it's love between me and yeah. uh, the people that are around me. Um, but, like, think about, like, what it is and what's motivating you. Mm-hmm. I think that if more people did that, we, you know, the mainstream media and these subverters that I've been talking about, like, wouldn't have as much power over Oh, 100%. Over but it's like it all it all started in schools, you know. First it started in colleges, then it went to high schools, junior highs, and now it's in elementaries. Yep. I mean yep. it's like what school would allow drag queen story hour, what school would allow kids to identify as a cat, you know what I mean? Like that sort of stuff. It's but, like it's a straight up clown world. Yeah, a demoralized like, yeah, world would do uh, that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, I should probably we should probably wrap this up pretty soon. I don't right. have all night, but be like, this has been super fun. Yeah. Sit here and talk with you about this stuff. There's not. It's funny. There's not a whole lot of people that want to have these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I like appreciate you and your friendship and bringing yeah. bringing me on to talk about this stuff. I think it's really beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. And uh, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm on Spotify, Samsung, iHeart, Amazon, Chromecast. 
So like, share, and subscribe to it. Leave comments down below. I plan on having Stan on a little bit more. Unfortunately, he couldn't come on a couple of weeks ago, but we got him on the podcast, and uh, maybe he can come on again here pretty soon. But uh, like, share, and subscribe. And then I wanted to give a shout-out to my buddies over at the Solomon Clothing Company. All their stuff is 100% made in America. All the cotton, all the stitching, all the leather, all the embroideries. Everything is 100% made in America. There's no outsourcing whatsoever. If you type in the promo code AWAKENOTWOKE at checkout, you'll get 10% off on your purchase. So head over to their website, buy you some uh, kick-ass gear. And uh, you want to say anything else before we end the podcast, Dan? Uh, no, just thank you for having me on. It's been really fun. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All right. So look into the stuff that we talked about. I know that we went a little bit off a topic. And, yeah, uh, watch, watch those videos of Yuri. You can go yeah, Yuri Besmanov. Watch the videos. It's well worth listening to. I mean, the guy was a defector. He went over to Canada, and uh, he talks about what Russia's up to. And um, I'm not sold that Putin's a bad guy. I definitely know that he's done a lot for his country. I also know that the uh, USSR was pretty corrupt back in the day before they got all split up and stuff, but uh, but it is very interesting because I talked about it on my podcast right after it happened, but the uh, Nord Stream pipeline, informations came out that we actually sabotaged it, and they tried to blame it on Putin to begin with, and that was a total lie. So there's subversion right there. Yep. They gotta, they gotta, ha they gotta put Putin as the bad guy, and uh, we all know that that's a bunch of garbage. So, anyways, I'm not saying that the dude's a saint by no stretch, but I can tell you they suppress a lot of information, and I think that they've lied about a whole lot of stuff, including everything that's going on in Ukraine. So, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Wake Not Woke podcast. Everybody, thanks for listening.